to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Alexa Hauser, and with me is my co-host, Ambrosia Matthews. Hello, all. How's everybody doing today? (laughs) You ask that every time, and they're never here to answer. But um, You know what? I'm engaging with the audience, and I'm waiting for them to respond. So that way, when I say, how's everybody doing today, in their cars or working out, they're like, oh, I'm good. They go, great. Yeah. Me too. Um, (laughs) Awesome. Well, we again are not alone today. We are joined by a beautiful, beautiful soul um, who I'm just now reconnecting with after a couple years, um, Master EFT practitioner Jennifer Harmony. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Alexa. Hi, Ambrosia. So happy to, to meet you and to, yeah, to get to know your audience. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. We've actually been trying to do this for a while now. Our schedules have (laughs) crisscrossed all over the place and it finally has happened. Um, And just to give a little background, I met you, how long ago was it now? Two years? I I think it was about two years ago. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Two years ago, maybe more than that. Two and a half. Yeah, Mm -hmm. two and a half. Um, Jennifer was a a prominent part of Sonia Sophia's organization, um, especially the EFT trainings, and um, was there when I was doing my EFT training and was just such a light. And, you know, you've been on your own journey since then, which, you know, I'm sure we'll get into. Um, But that's how we're connected. And, yeah, so Jennifer would love if you could – tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, you know, even about your backstory, like what led you to where you are now, basically. Wow. That's a, yeah. that's a 40, 40 year story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no well, um, yeah, I think one of them was, I grew up in Scotland and, uh, after university, I knew two things. I knew that I wanted to travel and work in advertising. And fortunately I traveled first And I went overland from Scotland to Bali without getting on an aeroplane. It was like an epic 18-month adventure. And uh, that was 2001. And then I worked in advertising for a bit. And I realized I couldn't handle being in an office. It was just like the lighting, the conversations people were having. And I never fit in because I was doing meditation and Tai Chi and I didn't drink alcohol. And then... uh, when I was with my Tai Chi meditation friends, I didn't fit in because I worked in advertising. I always felt very out. And in okay. 2004, I just quit. I just like had to, like it was just too much. I quit and I kept waiting for someone to stop me, like as though the police were going to turn up and be like, oh, you've taken that too far now, you know, as I'm canceling my phone contract <laughs> and my rent and, you know, like booking flights. And I'm like, is it that easy to just leave society? And now it's what, like 15 years later, and I've never looked back. And, you know, even at the time in advertising, they were saying to me, oh, you'll never, you'll never work in this industry again. And, you know, because I'd only <laughs> done two years in it. And I was like, you know, a little, a little bit terrified. People were asking me, what are you going to do about your pension? And I was like, dude, I'm 24. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> this is not what's on my mind at the moment. And uh, yeah, then I, I, um, I ended up getting offered more jobs in advertising. When I came home, people were super inspired by my travels. And I left and I went to India and that, um, that started me on a very big spiritual quest. Where I was at internally at that point in my life was I was incredibly self-critical 
And I actually had one of my uh, Tai Chi teachers, who's also a spiritual teacher, say to me that he'd never met anyone who hated themselves as much as me. And I was like, oh, top of the class, it's something. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and and that's, I mean, you guys are just getting to know me. I mean, Alexa, you know me a bit more, but people are really shocked to hear that because I'm generally described as one of the most happy, positive people that folks meet. But back in the day, I was just dealing with such negative inner monologue and so much self-hatred. I mean, it was really crippling. And yeah, so I was on this big spiritual journey, which I didn't realize I was on at the time, but like researching a lot, reading a lot of spiritual books and meeting spiritual teachers, going on a lot of pilgrimages. I went through India, Nepal, Pakistan, Tibet, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, uh, Indonesia, Myanmar. I started doing Vipassana meditation, like 10-day intense, get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, meditate till 10 p.m. at night, repeat for 10 days, no eye contact, no talking, no food after midday. I mean, like, it's like boot camp for (laughs) his, like, army meditation. Yeah, but, like, amazing, amazing experiences and... Yeah, and then at one point, um, at one point after one of those Vipassana meditations, um, I, I sat with a Tibetan monk for another two weeks, and I really got to the root of my self hatred. And even though I was suicidal, but I believed so strongly in reincarnation, I was like, "Oh, you just come back again. You can't even kill yourself to get out of this," you know. Which wow. I actually feels one level worse than suicidal because it's yeah. like. There's not even that option. That option's taken away from you. So um, I got to, I, I knew I was suicidal. I didn't know that I hated myself. So during a very traumatic breakup, I realized that I hated myself. And in meditation, I just started going into like why I hated myself and tracking it back um, to being bullied at school. Actually, because my story was always, I had such a, I had loving parents. We were you know, like we never struggled for money. I never had any trauma. Like you don't deserve to be depressed. You, you know, like who do you think you are? And look at all the suffering in India and you like you spoil like stupid white girl for, you know, I had all this mm-hmm. stuff going on and didn't think my suffering was valid. And then when I tracked it back to being bullied at school, six years until 11 years old, you know, like every break, every lunchtime, kids just being really, really mean to me. I didn't know how to defend myself. And I started to believe what they told me. I started to believe that I was unlovable, that no one wanted to be my friend, that there was something wrong with me. And those beliefs that I formed around six years old just stayed with me until I looked at them at 29 years old and went, well, they were just kids who were being bullied by their big brothers and sisters. And oops, that's exactly what I did to my little brother. And and the whole thing just dissolved. But it had taken me until I was 29 And I was like, man, if someone had just spoken to me at six or seven years old and dealt with that situation well, it could all have gone so differently. So I started to look for a technique or a way that would quickly resolve trauma. And so I was like, this is like 10 years in therapy, 15 years in therapy. It's just, I don't believe the universe is designed like that, that, you know, that you need to like, it needs to be so long and so difficult to get over trauma. And within, I was in the Himalaya at that point. I can't tell you in feet, sorry, but it's like 4,000 meters, really high. And I somehow discovered EFT, like it just magically appeared. And the guy had been with Sonia Sophia at Burning Man and he was a clinical hypnotherapist and he just got me to tap on my face for 10 minutes and just introduce this technique to me. And I was like, that's the thing I've been looking for. That's like, that's what can help people love themselves and overcome, uh, yeah, hatred and, and then from from there, I went to Burning Man, met Sonia, Sophia, studied in San Francisco with her for two months. And um, yeah, and then started assisting and working with her and uh, was still traveling. So I was doing that nomadically for a few years. And oh my goodness, we're almost at the end of the story. This is brilliant. And then uh, <laughs> I was working with her until uh, until July. And uh, then we, you know, I decided to develop more my own thing, my own business, my own practice. So that's what I've been doing. And simultaneously, I relocated to Bali. So I'm in Ubud, Bali. And yeah, I just like every day, I'm just, wow. like I can almost cry. It's just like paradise. I just feel so blessed and lucky to yeah to have lived this life and to to be where I'm at so 
<sighs> that was a really long intro. I've never tried to do that before. Thank you. For that oh, experience. I loved it. I was like on the eat, pray, love journey with you. I was like seeing it as a movie. I was like, I'm in for two hours. Let's go. <laughs> I read that. Like, what happens next? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm usually on the edge of my seat, wondering what you know. Yeah, what God's got in store for me next. Yeah, but um, yeah, I read the Eat, Pray, Love book, and I was like, damn it, that's the book I should have written. But yeah, well, someone you- else. So I'll write another one. Yeah, you'll yeah. write a much – yours has m- many more, and that's great. So it'll, I love that. I yeah. wish there was a sequel to Eat, Pray, Love. So please write your own book. I'll, I'll read it, and I'll promote it. I actually – I have the title. It's called – so I'm Jennifer Harmony. So it's called Agent Harmony and the Adventures in Consciousness. Oh, I love that. that. Is so cool. <laughs> I love that. Sign me up. Love that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Jennifer is an amazing writer. She writes incredible poetry that I was honored to hear when I was at the training. And um, so I'm very much looking forward to that book. Please write it. Um, <laughs> so, wow, there's like a lot of – there's several places. First of all, there's a lot of people watching on Facebook. Hi, everybody. Hi, Christy. Hi, Hi Nellie. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Liz. Uh, Alicia says, hi, ladies. I love EFT. Um, Alicia is someone who has tried EFT and has benefited from it greatly. So, you know, you know, Jennifer, when you just meet people who just like, they've never done it before, but it just, the second they do it, it's just like their body's like, yes, why haven't you given this to me? She's one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. But okay. I feel like I want to go, we're definitely going to go into EFT and we're going to go down the EFT route and all about EFT. And maybe you can even give us a little sampling tap. But I feel yeah. like first it would be f- kind of fun and interesting for our audience to go down the travel route because mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners we know like want to travel a ton. It's like a big dream. of I think everyone listening to this podcast and Ambie and myself included, like last th- this past year we traveled as much as we could and we traveled mm-hmm. a lot. Um, we're looking to travel even more next year. But I feel like, you know, a big question for people is like how do you do that? How do you – travel so much when you don't know where you're going to be. You don't know how necessarily you're going to – what's like the work situation like? Do you get what I'm saying? Like how do you make this happen for yourself? And also the question that comes up like a lot of people ask me is are you worried or um, do you have any fear traveling as like a single woman? Oh. Mm. Great questions. Okay. Um I, yeah, people ask me and have asked me for 15 years, like, how do you do it? And the only thing I can say is it's magic. Like, it's just what I'm meant to be doing. So I would say if you really feel that call inside that you really just want to, like, take six months, take three months, take a month, you know, and just, like, really live this dream. If there's that, like, really strong yearning inside of you, then it's probably a really big part of your path. And you will be supported, you know, like Mm. when I quit my job in advertising 2004, I had no idea what I was going to do. I had some savings. I had no idea how it was going to work out. And that's terrifying. Mm. You know, that's it's really like, you know, like especially back then, because there wasn't really any opportunities to work in Asia and, you know, which. I, uh, which I managed by, I would go back to Scotland, I would waitress for a few months. And then just because of the, you know, the separation and wealth that would see me through for the next year. Um, now, I mean, in 2019, there's like so many opportunities to work online. So there's, there's that, you know, like I've got friends that teach English online or teach other languages online. Um, they run, uh, clothing stores online. They're mm. like, you know, they do uh, Facebook ads, like here in Ubud and Bali, I'd say like 90% of my friends are some sort of coach, therapist, healer, you know, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's just like a mecca for, for coaches. Um, so there's like many different opportunities, but I would say if you really want to, then it's possible to save up enough money to like stick your toe in the water and maybe you take like one month or three weeks. And I know that if you have like a normal job, that was one of the things that drove me nuts was like, you can't, you get 21 days holiday a year. And if you try to take all of that at once, then it's like a really big deal. And that for me was just like, that's insane. So uh, yeah, so even if it means quitting your job, if it's really something that's like 
pulling you like from your heart, I would really just say like dive, dive into it and do it like consciously, you know, like think about money a little bit, like think about like, do you have saved or like, how's it going to work? But I, I really believe that life will line things up for you, you know, like sub letters and work for when you get back and a dog sitter and whatever it is, like it will flow because um, the universe is conspiring to like keep you on your path and like meet your heart's desires. So yeah, that was one of the questions. And traveling as a single woman. Um, so I haven't really traveled in Africa. I've never traveled in Africa. I haven't really traveled outside of um, Chile and South America. Asia, I can definitely speak about. Um, I feel very safe in Asia. I spent years and years and years in India, which is one of, especially as a single single woman with blonde hair and blue eyes, it's it's more intense. You, I was always very respectful of uh, dressing and covering my shoulders and my knees. And, and then it's a lot just about how you hold yourself, but you do attract a lot of attention. Other than like being touched a little bit, I've never had any sort of violence. I've definitely, in the years that I've been traveling, had more friends who have been in armed robberies in America or been mugged mm-hmm. or, you know, like, I, I don't feel that it's more dangerous to be in Asia. Um, you know, I even traveled a little bit in Pakistan as a single woman, which is, you know, one of the, we would perceive to be one of the more dangerous places. And again, there was just like these angels that just appeared out of nowhere that were like, you are my sister, I'm going to take care of you. And guys, like taking me in rickshaws from like the one bus station across town to the other bus station. And there's just magic, you know, like when you're on your path, there's just magic that will support you, you know. And I missed one question, Alexa, I think it was your second. No, I I think that was it. Like just how how you do it. And then, um, yeah, Ambi was asking about the safety aspect of it yeah Um, and how I'm doing it now is giving EFT sessions and uh yeah yeah giving EFT sessions and and working online like that I'm working more and more towards launching like a course and a program and it's just life is so full in Ubud it's like being in the playground that I always wanted to live in so I dance like ecstatic dance contact dance maybe four to five times a week there's usually a huge conscious party on the weekends where there's no drugs and alcohol and there's like breath workshops and then an ecstatic dance around a fire there's cacao ceremonies and you know it's like how does anyone have time to like Work. run an online co- course and yeah. like, you know I, I give you know like a handful of sessions a week and that's enough to support my living here I mean if you live if you live um I mean I live well here on under $1,500 a month, including rent, scooter. I eat every single meal out, all those dances, all the entertainment, buy a little bit of clothes now and then. So, you know, like, and for that reason, my sessions are like cheaper than if I was living in the Bay Area or New York because my cost of living's less. So Mm, practitioners that are at the same level than me in America, even practitioners that aren't as qualified as me in America, as I've been doing it almost 10 years, are charging a lot more. But I like to just pass pass that on. Also, you, as a client, you have to deal with like chickens and pigs in the background and dogs yeah. and <laughs> dodgy internet. So it's fun, like, um, you get, yeah, fun background noise. Yeah, right now we're getting a little bit of the, did you say it was crickets? Yeah. It's funny because it sounds like a whistle. Crickets and birds. It's like birds. Okay, that might be what it is because it sounds like a whistle. Yeah, like a Unless dull you have whistle. Really big crickets there, which you might. Uh, yeah, I imagine they're big. I don't see them. There's a lot of them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's deafening. Yeah. Um. Well, that is awesome, and I, you know, let's like use let's let's dive into EFT. Mm-hmm. Speaking of EFT, actually, wait before we do, I want to say one thing. I saw recently that. Okay, I want to thank you, actually, because um, you inspired me to get a bike helmet because mm. I wasn't wearing a bike helmet. It was talked about on the show. Ambie was Ambrosia was yelling at me about it. I was. 
Um, I had a bike helmet. I really didn't like this bike helmet. And so as a result, I just – feel cool in the bike. I, yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't want to wear it. I was really, really like defiant. My boyfriend was telling me. She was telling me. Everyone's telling me. And I'm doing that little kid thing like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then I like got into a little accident. Like it wasn't bad, but I like kind of like flipped off my handlebars a little bit. And <laughs> – um no big deal no big deal and I still was kind of like I'm fine I'm indestructible and then um I saw you post a video about an accident that you got into I think on your scooter Mm -hmm. is that right and you were talking about like you were like I will never not wear a helmet again like this was such a wake-up call and anyway ever since then I've wanted to tell you Um, Because I watched those videos and I like watched your explanation of everything and your healing and recovery. And I wanted to tell you, I like immediately ordered a bike helmet that I liked and I wear it every single day. And it's because of you. So thank you for (laughs) keeping me safe. Yeah, safe and unsexy, but you're welcome. That's that's how I feel now every time I put my bike helmet on. My bike helmet is sexy. So (laughs) awesome. Awesome. Just kidding. It's yeah. It's, it's, so it's can you share that story for the rest of us? Yeah. See it? Yeah. Um, so what happened? I was just driving to meet a friend. If I was going long distances on my scooter, if I was going more than 20 minutes or 15 minutes, I would wear a bike helmet. If I'm just going around town, it's so nice of the wind in your hair and the freedom and, you know, and yeah, I was, wasn't even going that fast. Fortunately, I was overtaking a small truck and I guess they didn't see me. They pulled out to overtake something else and they, they knocked me down. So it wasn't even my fault. Right. Um, and I was knocked out for, I don't actually know how long, but I'm guessing it was 10 to 15 minutes cause I was moved to another place. I have no recollection of that period. I came to like coming out of a dream and was just like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I'd like, it was really scraped up. Nothing was broken. Um, but it was a real shock. I went to the hospital. I had, my brain was swollen. So it's called a TBI, a traumatic brain injury. Fortunately, there was no internal bleeding. Um, and yeah, it was, it's been a journey since then. You know, I um, talked to some people in the EFT community that have got more knowledge of um, brain injuries and, and things like that. And it's been really interesting. There's been um, initially, I mean, so Alexa, as someone that loves EFT, I literally sat up when I don't understand. They went, you've been in an accident. I like started tapping immediately. And, they, <laughs> and everyone looked at me like I was psychotic. And I was like, this is a stress reduction technique that's going to help calm down my system yeah. and make me feel like, <laughs> but they were just like, oh, yeah. she's been really hit in the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And I did a lot of EFT um, that night. Um, Mm And so friends came. I went to stay with them. I wasn't allowed to. um, uh, The fear was that if I fell asleep, I could go into a coma. So like every couple of hours, they were checking on me. So I pretty much stayed awake the whole night, just tapping and processing this this accident. And I'd worked with other people on traffic accidents and accidents of that nature, but I'd never experienced one. So the whole time there's this part of my brain that's just fascinated by like how I'm processing the accident. And, you know, um, yeah, that was, it was really interesting. And I think the big, the thing that like was worse than the accident was asking for help. Mm. like I love I'm so independent I want to do everything by myself I adore supporting people I adore I like me being there for someone that's just been in a traffic accident 100% like love it me asking friends to like come over and hang out with me when you know or like the worst one was I realized I just needed to be held and told that everything was going to be okay mm-hmm. I've been single for two and a half years and I'm like only a boyfriend can do that and no, no, no. and a male friend at the time just happened to message me in that moment as I'm like crying and like I just want someone to tell me that it's going to be okay mm-hmm. and he messaged me in that moment and was like you know, how are you doing? And I wrote back, I was like, I'm messy and emotional. And honestly, I just want someone to hug me and tell me it's going to be okay. And he's like, I'll be there in 10. (laughs) Yeah. And then he came over and I just felt really awkward, but we did it. And then I felt better. And it was like, Mm. oh, hey, asking for help. (laughs) 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 So I've been working, I've been working with that since the accident. And yeah. And the other thing that happened that was surprising was um, I felt a lot of apathy. 
So um, I was like in this business coaching program. I was halfway through. I was so excited to develop my business. And, you know, I was like full steam ahead. I created this awesome Facebook group. And, you know, I was like so passionate about life. And after the accident, it think, like a lot of things shifted. And I was just like, well, that accident could have wiped out all my savings because I don't have any insurance, which is another thing together with the helmet that I'm now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, just a reminder to myself that I do need to do that. And um, that, so I could have lost all my money. I could have gone into tens of thousands of dollars in debt. I could have died. Like never even mind the money. I could have died, could be in a coma. And all of that somehow made me not want to work as much and not want to. Mm-hmm. So I've been journeying with that. It's now been two months. I feel like um, it's naturally going to come back, you know, because I'm so passionate about EFT. I love my, I mean, I've always been able to shop for my clients. Like that's never going to be an issue, but in terms of like developing online programs and like putting myself out there more, that's like being put more on the back burner because I'm like, nah, let's just dance. Let's just celebrate life, you know, (laughs) like, whoa, we're all and then I just let people find me you know and that's how Mm -hmm. I've almost never marketed myself it's almost exclusively word of mouth so you know um I don't feel like I need to but it's also fun it's also fun to do the whole like business side but I won't do it when it's not feeling like fun you know when it's like oh dragging myself through mud which is what it felt like afterwards when I was trying to do it and I and it's like such a tricky balance and maybe like some of you can relate to that like is this just my fear and resistance or is this actually because it's not really the time and I'm meant to be doing something else. So I was like really experimenting with that and trying to, and trying to find that. And I'm still on the journey with that, but in the last week, actually it started to come back and I almost wonder if it's a solstice thing, if it's like, you know, until solstice, I was meant to just be inside and more internal and which is weird when you're in Bali and it's like tropical weather and sunny every day. (laughs) But like a part of me is still rooted in Scotland. So now I feel like, yeah, I'm going to be coming out more in, into the light. I've been going through something similar. Like yeah. the past couple months, it's been like very resistant to doing like business things. And I just really want to be creative and fun and have and not do it. Um, and it has lightened up this week. Has start, <laughs> it started to feel lighter and like, oh, okay, I have more ideas on how to make that creative now. Timing is everything. Maybe it's just the time of the season. Who knows? Yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, um, let's let's dive into EFT. I everyone who's listened to this podcast should know a bit about what it is, but you know what? I love one of my favorite things about EFT is that like hearing people talk about it, everybody talks about it differently, explains it. I love like hearing people kind of give their own spin on it and their experience with it. So would you share with everyone what what is EFT? What is it? What can Mm -hmm. it do? Yeah, EFT is just the most epic transformational tool that I've ever discovered to help people rewire their brain. And another way of saying rewire your brain is just like learning to drop the negative inner monologue or any like negative thoughts or beliefs that you have and instead make new conscious choices. So if you think of your brain like a computer program, there's like all this bad code that's running from, you know, the way that your mom spoke to you when you were a kid or the way that you were bullied or traumatic things that happened. So you've got, we've got all these bad, this bad code that's like running in our brain and making us do like really random, like odd, unhealthy. Are you pretending to freeze too? <laughs> no, I was just making a face. Because of the freezing. <laughs> it's a good freeze face, though. I like it. Shall I continue? You're back. Yes, there you are. You, sorry, Yay. you got you got frozen, and then. Hey. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I love Jennifer's expressions. Yeah, so joyous. So joyous, even when she's frozen. I'm so happy. <laughs> Our frozen expressions are like the worst expression. Yeah. yeah. Or like Yeah, or like angry. You can you it's like showing us how angry we are in our hearts. <laughs> and Jennifer's oh. so happy in her heart. Oh, Jennifer. Look how happy she looks there. She's so happy. So happy. Oh, Jennifer. Also, I don't know if she's wearing makeup, but she's got gorgeous skin. Love it. Mm. Yes. Glowing oh, really- skin. 
Bali's good for the skin. I was just thinking that. Bali vibes. God, I got to go to Bali. Oh, she's coming See, back. Look at that she's picture. making her way back. That's a good picture, Making her too. way back. <laughs> You're Yay! back! Whoa, plug in. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're about we we vamped. It's all good. We were talking about your glowing skin. Okay. <laughs> and how happy you are. Yeah, and how happy you your vibe is. Um. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I was just explaining. Um, yeah. How. The, they, we've got all this like bad code in our in our brain from experience did you hear that yes yes. yeah I, I really like this analogy yeah and then what because I just continued and then all of a yeah. sudden <laughs> that was exactly the part you left off yeah okay bad code which makes us do unhealthy things and makes us attack and sabotage our things and mm-hmm. fear of not going and traveling or quitting our job that we really hate or you know asking out the person that we love or you know, potentially love <laughs> and so with EFT, we can go in, find those lines of code and just like write new stuff, you know, mm. like choose our new beliefs, which is pretty much that's how we interface with the world. Like that computer is our operating system. That's like how we're how we're interfacing with the world, whatever thoughts that we have inside our head. The other massive benefit of EFT is like learning to love yourself, which is like totally the train that I'm on and what I, I really feel like I'm here to lead a self-love revolution. I think that one of the most um, painful things that's happening in society, which is creating a lot of the the suffering, let's say, from wars, I mean, just all the like really unhappy, unhealthy stuff that we've got going on in the world is because of people's lack of love for themselves and not their like, not like an egoic love, but like a true love of yourself. Because when you really love yourself, it's impossible to like go to war with anyone else. You know, it's like, it's, self-love is just a way to to be really kind and gentle with yourself and also it just naturally overflows to to the people around you yeah Yeah. so that's what I feel like you can do with EFTs rewire your brain create a new reality and learn to love yourself Mm. love it love (laughs) it and so um, what are some of can you do you have any like favorite success stories or things that you've seen shift with EFT? Because I love hearing about this because I think it it really shows you what's possible. Because I because yeah. the reason I love EFT is because I think until I found it a few years ago, I thought like, oh, this is just what it is. Like that. Well, these are the cards I got dealt. This is my personality. This is my shit. And that's it. Like, there's nothing I can actually mm-hmm. do about this. Not to mention, like, essentially, like, shifting DNA. Like, you're essentially, like, rewriting DNA, right? Mm-hmm. You're rewriting the mm-hmm. code. So I, I just love hearing these stories because I, I think, like, the scope of what's possible with EFT is so grand. I don't even know if we fully comprehend it. Um so anyway, any like favorite stories, transformation and then stories? How often would you recommend EFT? Okay. Um so success stories. I mean, there's so many. There's also yeah. part of me that's like, oh, I really respect client confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um maybe I'll use um like things that I've used it on myself for. So I used to be a horrible decision maker. You know, like it was like painful for me. I was like, you know, a floaty hippie chick in India, you know, for so many years, like the idea of like making decisions. The only decisions I ever had to make was which country I would go to next. And I would leave that to the last minute and I would hate it. And that was something I definitely reprogrammed with EFT. I feel like I'm a very competent decision maker now. Um, I taught myself to sing using EFT. That was like a fun one wow. that I did during my training. I like went back and tapped through my parents telling me to shut up because, you know, I sounded horrendous when I was playing guitar, which I probably did as I was singing like Radiohead and yeah. like really like teenage <laughs> angsty songs. And they just wanted a little bit of peace and quiet in the house. Went back, recorded all of that. Um, I also was diagnosed with hypothyroidism um, a couple of years ago, just before I met you. Um, Alexa and I used EFT to work on everything to do with the throat and so working on the like yeah the the emotional mental side of having a physical diagnosis it was terrifying to journey through that 
Um, I was severely hypothyroid with Hashimoto's. So there's like thyroid stimulating hormone should be 0.5 to 4.5 in the reference range. And I was at 82 when I was diagnosed. Wow. And the doctor's wow. like, you shouldn't even be able to get out of bed. And I just walked across Italy. I just walked 600 miles from the Swiss Alps to Rome. And as a vegetarian, I'd like lived on gluten. So I also think that that, like now from the research that I've done into thyroid um, conditions, gluten is like, often there's an allergy there. Mm -hmm. So I it's not that I just did EFT, but the EFT definitely helped calm me down again, I got the diagnosis. I went into the toilet at the doctor's and started like tapping and crying and processing enough that I could get on my bicycle and drive back. I was in Scotland at the time, drive back home and then started doing like a proper tap. And the whole time I'm thinking, what do people do when, you know, I, I probably can't swear on the show, but when the S, S, you know, when the stuff hits the fan, right. yeah. like what no, do people can. do? Oh, I can. Yeah. Great. When the shit hits the fan, like yeah. what do you do? Like what do you yeah. do if you don't have tools and resources like EFT? And I'm like, oh, you just take the pills that the doctor yeah. told you and and then that's it. And the doctor was like, yeah, just take Love of the Rocks and every day for the rest of your life, there's no side effects. I Google it and it's like side effects you know, osteoporosis. And I was like, I'm not putting that stuff in my body. And I said, okay, I'm going to take three months and do it my way. And uh, within, and three days after my diagnosis, I got to, I, I was on a plane to Texas to lead and um, to uh, support Sonia's, Sophia's EFT trainings and to do all the logistics. It was the most intense training that we ever did. And it was like so much. And still within a month, I, so I tapped every day intensely for 10 days at the training as well came back to Scotland a month later and the um the like thyroid stimulating hormone had dropped from 82 to 16 so it was wow. still four times too high the doctor was like even if you were on levothyroxine you wouldn't have come down that much they couldn't believe like they're like what have you done and I started to talk about you know like dietary changes and EFT and I was taking supplements and they were like la 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 you know like <laughs> yeah it's a, we have no idea it's just like sometimes in science these things happen yeah and within two months I had everything in the normal range and it's been there since and I never took any drugs so wow. yeah it's um so that I feel is EFT and combination of other things I've helped I helped someone recently in a session and manifest a really cheap house in a, in a city which is incredibly expensive and we tapped through all the like this isn't possible and that's never going to happen and I've got yeah. a plane going overhead I don't know if you can hear that and you know within and we just we were like this is exactly what's meant to happen and this is what's going to happen and within three days she sent me a message and she's like I found somewhere for like $600 a month. It's wow. insane. And it was like, and we also said, this is going to come easily. This is going to be like a friend's place. You know, it's all just going to yeah. flow. And it was exactly what happened. And she was like, ah, you know, I, I love surprised. it. I love that you brought that up because that's actually one of the things I like forget to share about EFT. It's like a really powerful manifestation technique because mm -hmm. the only way, the only thing that's in the way of you manifesting that thing that seems like out of, the realm of possibility is your belief, like you said, that of possibility. And um, and there's been so many, yeah, examples of, you know, like people manifesting like amazing jobs that they never thought they could have and partners that they never thought they could have. And so that's a great example. Yeah. All of that. And I want to, yeah, the other thing, I'm not going into specifics, but the other thing that I work a lot with people is like severe trauma mm -hmm. so like sexual abuse being one and physical abuse especially in childhood and I just want to especially say that because exactly as you just said some people think that that's just the cards that they were dealt and they're just going to have to deal with that for the rest of their life and I even get chills as I say it and I really want people to know that it is possible to heal from that like we can never change hey. the experiences that happened Come here. but we can change how we feel about the experience that happened which shifts everything and the beliefs that we formed as a result of the experiences I, love <laughs> I feel like I don't have your full attention Alexa and this is serious and important <laughs> I needed someone to close the door for me I love you sorry. there's all kinds of things happening in this interview so sorry no problem uh... That's yeah so it is possible to heal from pretty much anything that's happened in your in your life and EFT is my favorite tool and technique and there's a lot of other other amazing techniques and practices as well yeah mm. <sighs> 
Wait, Amy. You want a two minute? Do you want, yeah. Oh, yes, you we do. Oh, and Amby asked, asked. Yeah. How often? Um, how often? So it really depends what you're working on and how willing you are to let go of something. Mm. So if you are really, you know, like sometimes people come to me and they're just like, I just am done with feeling this way, with being like this, like done and they're and I can tell and it can shift in one session you know they've probably done other stuff to get to that place but you know they're just like I just I want to forgive myself I've realized that I've, I need to forgive myself one session we did a map you know and it's just done and then there's other people that come and they're just like going at a slower pace and it's more like you know every week I, I'm there as this like solid support and we, we constantly just move through things that happen in childhood and the and life just shifts for them. You know, people are just like, I can't yeah. believe how much change has changed in the time that we've been working together. I love working with people for three months or a month, you know, but often what happens is it's like maybe we do three months, like 12 sessions. And then after that, so much has shifted that maybe we do a session every month or just like when stuff comes up for them, you know, like... And I still tap, you know, with uh, I do trades with other practitioners that are at my level because life is just going to continue to give us things like near death experiences to help us like level up. And so it's great to have that. Um, Yeah. So there's there's also other there's like if you don't want to have a session, if you're like in a financial situation where it's really difficult to afford that, there's also like so much free resources online Mm -hmm. on YouTube on my website, um, jenniferharmony.com, I've got a videos page at the bottom of that page. There's like an hour long tapping session, um, which, you know, you can use to work on anything. And that's all that's all free. This is what I love with EFT as well is you. it's quite easy to learn. Like if you really wanted to, you could learn it all for free online and then just start using it on yourself. Like you don't need to go to a practitioner. The benefit of working with a practitioner, especially an experienced one, is they, they know how to hold space and to 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 guide you through things which is why I still go to people for sessions because when it's my own stuff it's like murky and the way that the brain's working and it's just like and I can't see it and it's all foggy but when I'm working with someone I'm crystal clear I see all the patterns and the connections and the karmic implications and can just like guide people through and I love like so the sort of 15-20 years that I've been on my spiritual path I integrate all of that into into sessions as well and I usually work with coaches, therapists, healers, and people that are like fully on the on the spiritual path. Like yeah. that's my favorite because then we just speak the same language and it's yeah, yeah it's it easier. Yeah. And also <laughs> when you're when you're um, doing it by yourself and not with a practitioner, it's so much easier for you to get distracted, especially when you get close to the pain point because your your mind will be like, oh, you got to go do something now," and it's a distraction technique so that you actually don't get to the place where you get the healing. And a practitioner is going to catch you on that and be like, "I did it today, actually, in a session." I'm like mm-hmm. ah. So that's really, really valuable. So yeah, highly recommend trying it with a practitioner if you haven't and you're really wanting to get mm-hmm. some. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially this practitioner. Um, so do you want to share a little, a little, a little tap? Yeah, I'd love to do, I'd love to do a little tap. Um, yeah. Okay. So will both of you join and uh, yes, yeah, totally. So just think about something that stressed you out a bit today, you know? <sighs> And then rate the intensity of that on a scale of zero to 10. 10 being like, you know, you've just been knocked off your scooter or your bicycle, a car crash, that level of intensity. And zero means I, I can't find it anywhere in my body. It's not, it's not a big deal. And, you know, it can be weird to put numbers on things like that, but just guess. Okay. And then if you come to your collarbone and then just drop down off your collarbone, those that are watching the video will have like nice demonstration. Everyone else will just have to, yeah, have to listen. So we're just massaging in there and taking a big deep breath into the belly and exhaling with a sigh. <sighs> and then repeat after me, changing any of the words as you need to. And just know that yawning and burping and crying and laughing is uh, is totally normal. And because we're tapping with our hands, don't drive a car or anything like that when you're <laughs> like, yeah. Like, come back to this part of the the podcast later. Okay, so let's start off by saying, this thing really stressed me out. This thing thing really really stressed stressed me out. out. Yeah. I wish it hadn't happened. I wish wish it it hadn't happened. happened. 
I hate feeling stressed. I hate, I hate feeling, feeling stressed. stressed. Big deep breath. <sighs> Tapping between the eyebrows. I love and accept myself. I love and, I love and accept myself. myself. Even though I was feeling stressed. Even, Even though, though I was feeling, feeling stressed. stressed. Tapping the temples. It's understandable why this stressed me out. It's understandable, understandable why this stressed me out. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. Yeah, tapping to the cheekbones. And even though I was feeling stressed, even and though even I though was I was feeling, feeling stressed, stressed, I'm still a good person. I'm still a good person. And I love and accept myself. And I love and accept myself. Another deep breath. <sighs> tapping under the nose. I wonder if it's possible. I wonder if, I wonder it's, if possible it's possible for me to feel 10% more relaxed about this situation. <sighs> for me, for to, me feel to feel 10%, 10% more relaxed about this situation. Tapping under the lips. I wonder if it's possible for me to release a little bit of this stress now. I wonder, I wonder if, if it's possible, possible for me to release a little bit of the stress now. I'm tapping to the chest. Part of me believes that holding on to the stress Part of me believes that holding on to the stress is actually going to help me. It's actually going to help me. It's going to help me deal with this situation. It's going to help me deal with this situation. And I wonder if that's really true. I wonder if that's really true. And then we tap down to the front of the ribs. So I'll just show here. Yeah. Part of me believes that being stressed about this is going to help me get what I want. Part of me believes that being stressed about this is going to help me get what I want. But I wonder if that's really true. But I wonder if that's really true. And then tapping to the side of the body so you can either cross your arms like you're hugging yourself or do the monkey tap, whichever is easiest. Yeah. It's possible that letting go of this stress... It's possible, possible. letting go of this stress is actually going to help me deal with this situation. It's actually going to help me deal with this situation. I'll feel centered and calm. I'll feel centered and calm. My mind will be clearer. My mind will be clearer. And I'll be able to have more inspiration and solutions. And I'll be able to have more inspirations and solutions. Tapping to the wrist. I forgive myself for being stressed. I forgive, I forgive myself, myself for being stressed. stressed. It's totally understandable. It's totally understandable. But I'm ready to let go of a bit more of the stress now. But I'm ready to let go of a bit more of the stress now. Another deep breath. And then tapping to the back side of the hand. Yeah. I love and accept myself. I love, I love and accept, and accept myself. myself. Exactly where I'm at with this. Exactly where I'm at with this. Yeah. And it's possible that this stress will continue to dissolve throughout the day. And it's possible that the stress will continue to dissolve throughout the day. And I'll, con- and I'll feel relaxed and happy and peaceful. And I'll, and I'll feel, feel relaxed and happy and peaceful. I'm starting to feel more relaxed, happy and peaceful. I'm starting, starting to, to feel, feel more relaxed, relaxed happy, happy, and peaceful. Yay. There you go. It's a little... Uh... Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Hi, did, your num- <laughs> did your numbers go down? What do you... Yes. yes. Yeah? Yeah, mine went down too. It's like, yeah, just a couple of minutes, right? It's so simple and so soothing. Yeah. yeah thank you so much. That was so nice. <laughs> And yeah, if you're listening to this uh, on the podcast and, and you got benefit out of that, you can even, you know, replay it over and over again if you want. Amplify that. Um, thank you so much, Jennifer. This has been so amazing. Where can people, you know, if people enjoyed that, they want to tap with you, they want to work with you, how can they connect with you? Yeah, the best way is to go to my website, www. Do people still say www? <laughs> I suddenly felt like a title. You can. I heard, we heard someone, someone said the other day, tri- triple W. And I was like, huh, that's new. Triple W. That's yeah. definitely faster than www. It okay, like, tripped so. me out, though. Yeah. I was like, what? Triple W. Yeah, yeah so it's, um, it's jenniferharmony.com. Um, mm. 
Yeah, jenniferharmony.com. And then there's all the information on there about the cost of the sessions. And I also have uh, just started a Facebook group um, called Self Love into Oneness. So come Ooh. find me on Facebook, Jennifer Harmony. And I, I'm really loving having this group and I'm posting loads of like pretty much what I'm talking with um, about in client sessions. I'll just take like some of those snippets and share them in live vids. And then whatever I'm recommending to my clients, whether it's like, oh, have you heard of Hot Open Up and Oh or the attachment styles or the five love languages? And then I'll just post um, you know, some videos from YouTube about those resources. So that's another awesome way to engage. And I realized that I haven't linked that on my website yet. So now I'm going to do, I tried to do it in the five minutes before this call. I was like, oh, I'm probably oh, no, going to want to send people there. You could mm-hmm. also just send me the link. I'm actually okay. in the group, aren't I? I'm in the group. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But after this, I'll have you send me all of your links just okay. like in a row and we'll put that in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, it'll be very easy. Just look in the show notes awesome. and you can click <laughs> and get, get right to Jennifer and all of her amazing resources. So yeah. Yay. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. I so hope it was much. interesting for people and yeah, so good to, I love yeah. both of your spirits and thank you for, yeah, thank you for your passion and for for sharing this uh this podcast and your your beautiful spirits and energy and yeah your wisdom with uh with people oh thank thank you you so much for being here it was such a joy to meet you i love your energy (laughs) you look amazing you're like glowing or if it's just your your spirit but you're glowing it's like it's a combination and people are often shocked to hear that i'm 40 as well there. Yeah, yeah, you like, don't. Wouldn't. I mean, what is forty though? You know what yeah. I mean? Right. It's just, it's just an image that we have of like something that it's really about how you live your life, and you are doing I, yeah. it right, my friend. <laughs> doing it right. And you got Thank it, you, girl. Um, hopefully, we'll be seeing you in Bali at some point. We'll let you know Yay! if we come uh, to Bali. Yeah, we've been thinking about doing a retreat there, um, so we will let you know. But oh, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. I would love to get in on that as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about yeah. it. Um, all right, Jennifer, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you uh, to everyone who watched on Facebook. Um, oh, Alicia said, yes, loving this and needed to hear it, everything you shared. So, woo! Yeah. Um, thank you for everyone who watched on Facebook. Thank you to everyone who listened mm-hmm. on the podcast. Um we're running short on time. So patrons, I got you next time. I love you all so much. <laughs> and until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye, everyone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. Thank you.